welcome to Alphabet Fly, Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a person who tried to buy a planet from a bunch of shady people, Daniel Nah. Listen, they said that they didn't need a credit score, and that, you know, it was a very low down payment, and, you know, I'm I'm saying it now, I'm hearing it. You're you're right. I probably should have, probably should have known that was a scam. Probably. Uh, yeah. And unrelated news: Can I borrow fifty thousand dollars? <laughs> uh, so today we're gonna be talking about a real goofy, just real goofy dude. Uh, talking about goofy? Nebulon. No, no, we're not talking about goofy. <laughs> uh, but because Disney owns, uh, because it's Disney owns, um, you know, Marvel, we could have Goofy. Oh, I see. Yeah, you're right. We could. Uh, Goofy, the best Disney princess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, no, but we're talking about Nebulon. Now, when you hear the word Nebulon, mm. and you associate it with a name, what, mm. what, what, what is it? Like, who is it? I mean, clearly it's built from the root word Nebula, so I'm feeling space. Okay. Um, but uh, it's also a really dumb name, so I'm feeling like 70s space. Oh, you got it! Finally, I got one of them! (laughs) So, you're not ready for how glam this dude is. Wow, you are right! Oh, boy. I like him. Please describe, because it's real um, good. He's he's a yellow-green, in in color, uh, slightly lighter than a Hulk green. Uh, He's wearing a one-piece leotard that's sparkling like the stars with a wide-open chest, a big old metal belt, and some metal gauntlets, and uh, flowing white locks. Yeah. Really, just really glam. I would go see whatever Andrew Lloyd Webber musical he's from. Yeah, uh, and if you want to see a picture of this of this golden god, maybe, you should go to at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, so, uh, Nebulon, do you want to guess what this dude's real name is? Uh, is it Nebulon? No, it's unknown. Okay, well, that's a bit of a cop-out, but alright. Yeah, uh, occupation, prospe- uh, prospector, guru, guru. <laughs> excuse me? Hold on, excuse me? Prospector, guru, would-be conqueror. He's a prospector? And a guru? And a, guru? And a would-be conqueror. My man stays busy. Now, um, uh, I think I discussed this with Faith. Mm-hmm. Technically, all you need to be to be a would-be conqueror is to try a little bit and fail. Yeah, I guess just to have the ambition to conquer would, like, would make once. you... Just once. Just yeah. once. You're a would-be. Uh, but what, what makes you qualify as a guru, though? Uh, I mean, be a Tony Robinson type, which we will talk about later. <laughs> Trust me, it's goofy. Of uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's the only thing I could do. Some Goofy. Well, I can actually do that. Oh, ho, 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 I can do that. Remember um, when Goofy got cuckolded by the milkman? <laughs> remember, remember when uh, some woman let Goofy just go go call Goofy on him, and he got a son. I think she died. Yeah, Goofy did. Nope, can't say. Goofy <laughs> did procreate, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, that's a really good webcomic. I forget who did it. Was it College Humor? It feels like a College Humor thing. Maybe. Rest uh, in peace. 
technically they're still back. I think they made like a deal thing. Like they're still making stuff right now. Hmm. We'll talk about it a little bit later. Uh, All right. Now, identity. Only a small member of the people of Earth know of Nebulon's existence. That's a real shame. Uh, he's a citizen of Law. Lulu Law. Lulu Mm-hmm. Lulu Law. Right. Lulu Law. Yeah. Uh, and he, uh, he also went by the Celestial Man. Uh, his, mm. his, uh, his place, I mean, I would call myself the Celestial Man. I, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, no, no, if I was him. He's from the 70s, he's glam, he's real glam. Uh, yeah, I guess, like, if you were in, like, a 70s glam rock band, you could introduce yourself as the Celestial Man. Yeah. Uh, his birth- place of birth was Planet Take your time. It's U L apostrophe L U L A. You Lula. It's weird. Lula. Uh, sounds sounds like a Stanley original. Yeah. Well, it's a Steve Gerber. Okay. I mean, everyone, everything named in the seventies was just Stanley and his friends doing a huge line of coke and having a seizure. I mean, Gerber also did psychedelics. Um, uh, there you go. <laughs> and he's actually, from the, you know what? That explains <laughs> a lot. Uh, the rule. Um, he's from the rule system, Milky Way, and uh, his place of death was Earth. Just Earth. Mm. He died across all of Earth. Uh, his I mean, when you're the Galactic Man or whatever you said, Celestial Man. Yeah. So he's got all of the. Celeste, ce- celestial body, I guess, as, as his. So, of course, I mean, Earth's a tiny little thing in comparison. So I get that that's, you know, like, pretty detailed for him, I think. I mean, it's kind of like a, like, just a tall dude. Really. How tall is he, Jesse? Well, it depends on what form he's in. Oh, he's got forms. My man's got forms. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, he... Has a wife. He's married. Of course. Uh, Supernalia. Nice. Yep. Is she as rad looking as he is? I, I don't know. She's dead. Oh. Um, thanks, yeah. comics. Yeah, I mean, thanks, comics. Uh, hey, he was a former leader of the Celestial Mind Control Movement. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, he first showed up in Defenders issue number 13. Uh, so yeah, the cover is fairly okay. Yeah, it's, that's fine. It's it's a very okay comic cover. I would, it's not mind blowing, but I would probably pick it up. And be like, oh look, the Hulk is fighting Hyperion. Um, so we have the original, the OG Defenders, uh, Sans, Sans Silver Surfer. Uh, so we have Doctor Strange, the Hulk, and Namor. And the team, that's not a team. It's just a loosely affiliated group of people who happen to work together a lot. Uh, uh, and they... And it's just pretty much people fighting their equal, except for Namor, who is just fighting the wizard. No, nice. Yeah. And Doctor Strange is fighting Doctor Spectrum. And the Hulk is fighting Hyperion. 
And if you don't know, they're that Squadron Sinister. If you don't know the Squadron Sinister, they're basically uh, a pastiche of the DC superheroes. So you have the oh, Flash, that's... you know, Green Lantern and Hyperion. That's shady. Uh, now that, well, I mean, it is, but at the same time, like, we do get, like, a really good book that's, like, not, like, DC at all yeah. out of them. It's just that, you know. They're actually pretty well written. I mean, characters. it's it, it's no, fine. That, Marvel sued DC over the name Captain Marvel, so like, <laughs> yeah. And also, and also, Man Thing and Swamp Thing came out within a oh, month geez. of each other. Uh, and also, there weren't even the original uh scientist who walks into a swamp after making super soldier serum. Uh, it becomes a swamp thing. There was the heat beforehand. They both saw the heat. They were just like, "I'm gonna yoink that." And they release it within a month. Uh, they add the Defenders cover is kind of like, mm-hmm. eh, eh, you know, not bad, not great. Uh, and his death was Avengers Annual number 11. Um, so, uh, so Nebulon was a member of the alien race, the... <laughs> mm-hmm. I hate this. You Yulalians. There's, by the way, there's two apostrophes. Of course there is. The 70s, shoot. baby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a race of six-tentacled, finned, water-breathing non-humanoids. Sounds like someone Roan would like. And had they begin right, depleting their mineral resources on their homeworld. Cool. To remedy the situation, the Yulolians High Tribunal dispatched a undisclosed number of prospectors to locate and secure worlds with the appropriate mineral resources for the race's survival. They did a colonial. I don't think that's what prospecting is either. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just taking. No, it's just colonialism. It's going to other places and taking their resources. Uh, possessing uh, a vast biosphere. Uh, tapping power and able to assume other forms. Nebulon took a glistening golden humanoid form when he neared the star system with humanoid populations. He was not, however, particularly successful in prospecting. Happening upon the misanthropic Hyperion of Squadron Sinister, who had been imprisoned by the Thunder God Thor in a glass sphere floating in space, Nebulon rescued him and told him of his mission. Hyperion, eager to uh, eager for vengeance against the people of Earth for the imagined destruction of his world, offered to let Nebulon have Earth. Unaware that the planets of the of the aliens' true form, Hyperion directed the Lulians. To the <laughs> to the uh, to Earth and had him uh, reorganize Hyperion's one-time comrade to Squadron Sinister. Nebulon wished to take custody of the world and all of its land masses to completely submerge it underwater. To this effect, the Squadron Supreme members pulled their resources to create a powerful laser cannon capable of melting uh, uh, Earth's ice caps. But guess what? We did that without needing a laser. Yeah, nice try, losers. Baby! Nice try! You just had to wait 50 years. Losers. But you feel pretty dumb uh, now, idiots. 
The squadron member Nighthawk was an unwilling accomplice to the proceeding. However, and uh, took the first opportunity to help. Yeah, um, we're, we might be talking about one of those Nighthawks uh, soon. Um, by the way, this is this is a tale of new two Nighthawks. By the way, and also Nebulot is tied to both of them. No, one of them, but technically, but whatever. I'm not going to get into it. Uh, contacting the defenders, Nighthawk uh, outlined the nature of the crisis. Uh, the defenders swiftly traveled to Earth's North Pole and engaged the squadron in battle. In the course of events, Nebulon expended so much energy that he lost control of his humanoid form and allowed his allies and enemies to see his true form, a sight that dismayed even his allies. Uh, Nighthawk seized the moment of, the co- of confusion to train the laser cannon on Nebulon. The, the cannon's power was beyond Nebulon's capability to absorb in his weakened state outside of water, and he seemingly imploded along with his three squadron uh, accomplices. In actuality, Nebulon dispatched himself to the aquatic extra-dimensional world called Zar, inhabited by a race of philosophers called the Lurbridites. The Lurbridites explained to Nebulon the essence of their philosophy, and that was the obligation of higher beings to improve the lots of their inferiors. Some would call them the deserving poors. I'm talking about 20s, you know. They, they they thought a lot about, you know, some poors were, they deserved not there, to be poor, but other ones did. There is a lot yeah. of information you dropped on me all at once in those two sentences. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, uh, for unknown reasons, Nebulon took this philosophy to heart and severed his loyalties to his people and abandoned his original mission and to undertake another one, saving the beings of Earth from their innate foibles. Returning to Earth, Nebulon assumed a less imposing human guise uh, than before, and started a movement called the Celestial Mind Control, which promised to liberate the powers uh, of human uh, the human minds. But actually, it robbed its participants of their free will. I'm sorry, will. he started a cult called Mind Control, and people fell for that? No, 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 no. Celestial Mind Control. I mean, but it's got mind control in the name. So, but no, you're learning how to mind control the Celestials. Okay. I mean, no, it is kind of dumbly named. You know, you could have called it like the CM uh, the the CMC method, and just be like, "Cool men, cool, <laughs> cool man, cool," and it's just like being real chill. It's just about being like the chillest. Yeah. Yeah, like real chill. Uh, so, <clears throat> well, if you think about it, if you want them the free will, technically you get rid of a lot of bad stuff. I, but also you're. Enslaving, <laughs> I mean, also you're enslaving them. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I have to rethink this. Uh, I, I'm I'm going to take this up. By the way, make a free will sapping philosophy. I wish. I wish I paid it. I wish I paid enough attention to my philosophy cl- courses to pull out like a philosopher at this point, but I can't. Uh, just say Hegel. No one ever reads. People read nah, Hegel. No one reads Hegel. I don't know. I wonder one of these days I'm going to read philosophy and become a snooty snoot. But uh, in in I- uh, high school on our unit on utopias, 
we were told to split into groups and create a uh, utopia to present the class a utopic society. And so, like, you know, everyone else, because this is high school at a, like, upper middle class suburban white area, was like, what if America, but no, it's actually just America. We have three branches and everything. It sucked. And so, uh, being the fucking, oh, sorry, excuse me, uh, being the, uh, little edgelord, you know, 15 year old that I was, uh, me and my friend built a society based off of the Zerg hive mind from StarCraft. So we were like, yeah, it's a war based economy and everyone's got like neural implants that make them happy about it. And everyone was appalled. We were like, hey, no one's unhappy. Technically. Yeah. My utope, my, me being a depressed edgelord would have been just a picture of a grave. Be like, guess what? Everyone's dead. <laughs> that's the best. That's the best society, man. But yeah. Uh. So. So yeah. But but as Nebulon began to spread his movement across the world, the defenders became aware that he was a its founder and thwart, uh, tried to thwart him. Nebulon forced, was forced to dispatch some of the defenders in another dimension, and at one point, to prevent their interference. At the same time, Nebulon's movement became worldwide in scope. The headmen, a group of renegade scientists, under their, uh, undertook their own scheme to gain worldwide political power. Soon, Nebulon and the headmen found themselves working at cross-purposes. After months of effort, the defenders managed to expose the headmen's political machinations. And convinced Nebulon that it was a hopeless task to first humanity into to better itself. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> that was the good guys. The good guys are just like, look at us. Do you really? <laughs> really? Do you? Why? <laughs> and Nebulon was just like, you know what, you're right. <laughs> Boy, um, hmm. Oh God, I love it! I love it when the good guys say that humanity's not worth trying to save. Nebulon abandoned his mass movement, and disappeared. When the tribunal of this goddamn <laughs> place, you, <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah, <laughs> you'll you'll uh-huh. l- uh, learned of Nebulon's interference of Earth's culture and abandonment of his mission. It tried to convict. Nebulon for treason against his race. But before he could be taken captive, Nebulon fled to Earth's ocean, where he used his shape-changing ability to assume the form of Lady Dorma, the deceased bride of the Submariner, Prince of Atlantis. Convince, uh, convincing the Atlanteans that Dorma survived, Nebulon used her popularity as, uh, as well as his own powers to convince the Atlanteans to attack London. I mean... That's valid. Right. I mean, I, 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 I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna I mean, mad. He's, he's still on his mission to it. make the world a better place. I get it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he is. Um, the defenders got involved since the Submariner was one of their original members and uncovered Nebulon's deception. Soon afterwards, in a you'll 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 yeah Lula Lian Lula Spacecraft <laughs> appeared and it took custody of Nebulon. Nebulon was sentenced to be stripped of half his biospheric power and entrapped within humanoid form and exiled to Earth. Why just half? That's 
I mean, why not? I mean, you know what's... Okay, so it's like when you get a little bit... Like you're, like you're, like, it's like when you only have, like, when you miss something by, like, one. Hmm. You know? Like, it's just like, you still have it. Like, you're close. Like, you're close. Okay. But, like, like, it hurts more. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> no. It's like when you miss your goal by one of something. A, a single unit of goal. Right, like when I uh No, I don't have a good joke here. I'm sorry. I should have thought of one before I started speaking. That's my fault. Oh no, that's my no, I just talk and hope that words <laughs> come out right. <laughs> so far it works, I don't know, like seventy percent of the time. Pretty good. I mean I've got a good hit, right? Yeah. Uh yeah. I don't know, so... according to the philosophy you just laid out, wouldn't that be worse than cause you've almost hit <laughs> Oh no. I'm already very sad, like most of the time. Uh, so Nebulon was sentenced and stripped of half his biospheric uh, power and trapped in humanoid form and exiled to Earth. The tribunal suggest suggested to Nebulon that he commit suicide. Oh, boy, that took a turn. The honorable alternative to, to disgrace, according to their culture. But Nebulon was like, nah, that ain't me. Learning of Nebulon's disorder, um, dishonor, Nebulon's wife, Supernalia, traveled to Earth to force him to take the honorable well, action. I had forgotten he had a wife. <laughs> Nebulon had, in the meantime, intervened his uh, ways into the ranks of the Avengers. Invangled? What is that word? N-V-E-I-G-L-E-D. Well, he, he, he was a sneaky snake. And uh, decided to get his way into the ranks of Avengers, with the hidden goal of using his technology to siphon from them the power to replace that which he lost. Uh, to combat her husband and his powerful allies, Su Supernalia enlisted the aid of the Defenders, her husband's longtime foes, and soon the two teams of champions were manipulating a battle. At the time, Nebulon's motivations were revealed. The Earth's heroes were about drained of their energy. Supernalia was made to realize her actions on Earth also constituted a violation of her people's ethics. <laughs> and she chose to commit suicide. Wow! What is going on in this story? <laughs> uh, in trying to stop her, Nebulon fell victim to the same energy draining ray that was killing his wife. As I'm sorry, died, she committed suicide via energy-draining ray? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> wouldn't you? As Nebula died, he admitted at last that he was acting honorably. The Defenders and the Avengers buried the aliens where they died, in the snowy Himalayan mountains. <laughs> When people were really confused years later. Just, what? What? <laughs> I told you this guy's goofy. There's a lot going on with Nebulon. <laughs> what so, was even his motivation in the, like, the back half of this story? 
Okay. Well, okay. So first, okay. So first, he was just like, you know, look at that yummy water and minerals. Okay. So that was mm. first. But then he got shot by a beam and got sent to another dimension of other water people. And they're just like, yo, we're like white people. We should enlighten the savages. And he was just like, yo, I should definitely enlighten the right. savages. And he... Also, they did not. They did not cover the part I thought they would. So, uh, part of the whole Celestial Mind movement, was Mind Control movement, was... Um, <clears throat> Basically, you had to break yourself down, mm. and the way they did it was uh, you have to wear a clown's mask and call yourself a bozo, <laughs> and and, uh, and uh, Nebulon was always surrounded by cheerleaders who were in clown masks who would dispel out bozo while people were and laughing at the person to break them down. <laughs> I love Nebulon. <laughs> Great. I I don't know what to do with the head. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you could just internalize it like I did. And that's right before that's right before the headmen. Okay, sorry. I need I now need to get into this. <laughs> so th- this is right before. So we mentioned right. the headmen, like yep. briefly. So Nighthawk. Nighthawk. Okay. Um, there's Chandu the Mystic, uh, which is one of the headmen, who breaks the rules of the headmen because all the other headmen had weird heads. <laughs> or no, actually no. No, only one of them had a weird head. All the, no, Never mind. Sorry, two of them had weird bodies and one of them had a weird head. And then later they're joined by a woman who had a weird What's head. What's going on? But... <laughs> But but uh the headman uh, Chandu the Mystic uh put his Weird head mine Oh okay, well, no 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 I have to no this is a complicated do not like for real this is complicated I have to say this sentence right or you won't understand. <laughs> okay. So he <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking, this is very complicated, I love it. Uh, okay. So He put his brain into Nighthawk's body, but then his mind was shoved off into a baby deer that the Hulk was raising. And Kyle Richmond, who is the Nighthawk, had his brain in a bowl? Um, and... At one point, another person's mind was in Chandu's brain and Kyle Richmond's body while Chandu was... I mean, it's, just, it's a lot. It's a lot okay. going on. You know. <laughs> it's real oh, good. No, no, no. Well. It's, you know, it's your standard defenders. mind inside of the brain inside the mind of the other guy. You know. <laughs> that old bit. Yeah. Yeah, you should, you should, uh, you should, you know, read some seventies defenders. It's Steve Gerber at his best. Um, I think I might need whatever psychedelics he was having first. Took a lot of weird stuff. Okay, so we're gonna like, I, we're gonna talk about his. He's 
So, he's 6'2 and humanoid, but in his true form, he's 10'3. And this is what it looks like in his true form. Oh, that is pretty upsetting. So, in both forms, he weighs uh, 1,150 pounds. That must cause some issues. In Earth gravity. Yeah. Uh, as a humanoid, he has white eyes, true form red. Humanoid, he has red hair. No hair. He has, like... We don't know how strong he is. We just know, you know, he looks buff. Like, you know, he does... He, d- he doesn't skip yeah, leg I mean, day. He, he's hauling around 1,100 pounds of self-body weight, so he's got to have some muscles. He has to be able to lift at least 1,100 yeah. pounds. Maybe plus, like, you know, a little bit more. I mean, a little bit less, because he's not lifting his legs when he, you know, stands. But also his legs have to, like, support his upper half as well. Yeah, but his upper half isn't 1,100 pounds, because those legs are included in that total weight, is what I'm saying. Well, his feet are very strong as well. (laughs) (laughs) That's what this story Uh, was missing, some feet stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, um, he can, like, teleport stuff and make fears, um, and absorb things. He also... Water? (laughs) Also water? Yeah. Also, he does, like, shapeshifting. So, you know, your standard, like, you know, things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's Nebulon. So, uh, how'd, how'd you like Nebulon? Uh, I mean, it was pretty good. It was a lot. It was pretty good. I mean, yeah, there's, well, you know, it's a lot. But, you know, it's, you know, did I say that? What do you want to plug? Uh, yeah, I do a <laughs> couple of podcasts, and you can find them, plus all the other dumb <clears throat> stuff I make. At theapocalypse.com, which is the website I pay real people money for, because uh, I'm a clown, much like the clowns in the Celestial Mind Control. Uh, so check out check out that theapocalypse.com. That's that's all. I have another podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptid, and I have a podcast called Limited Theories, where I talk about limited series issue by issue with my friend rob and also i never talked about this uh, but we also but me and me and daniel record a into the badlands uh rewatch podcast called into Whoa, the Rad we do? <laughs> yeah we do i never talk yeah. about it to be like fair ever. neither do i <laughs> uh and we wonder know, why we don't show, have any listeners for that one <laughs> <laughs> i wonder uh but yeah it's i think i think i'm very informative mm. on it because I say things like, wow, look how pretty these people look. A lot. And also, I don't got people for their appearances. I'm a real <laughs> asshole. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, so, that, so this has been Alphabet Flight and Justice is Served. Bye. Bye. Bye.